and a three. There we go. Well, that washing machine will go off at some point during this episode. New week, workouts in, changed up a little. Newsletter written, needs to be checked, spent all day Saturday purging my websites. And I gotta stop saying it's getting cooler because every time I say it, it just doesn't. Folks, it's Monday, September 4th, 2023. I'm Steven Sersky. Hope you are doing well. I'm a Canadian expat situated here in Beijing, China. This is coming up to, this is nine years I've been in the country. Ten years next year. That's my 10th anniversary. September, uh, also my birthday month. I don't really like talking about it very much, but this is the second time I've mentioned it, so maybe that's the last time I'll mention it. <laughs> but it is a uh, new week, and uh, we are... It already looks actually as if work has sort of slowed down a little bit, <laughs> because... Uh, Although they were sort of giving the intimations that there was lots of work to do, uh, sitting there waiting for clients basically to show up, uh, wasn't uh, it wasn't as smooth as it was through August. But but that's very typical. So like July and August are usually very busy, and then September, October usually very slow. November, December again very busy, but uh, which is fine. Been going hard, like since I got back. All of August, I worked. I landed on August 1st. I got to work August 2nd, right? So it w there was no real... I mean, if you consider uh, my trip to Canada a vacation, then yeah, I had a summer vacation. I had some time off. But as I was talking about during those episodes, because I was pub publishing this throughout that, and I'm not, I'm not blaming you. I'm not, blame, I'm not blaming anyone for that. That's actually... To tell you the truth, that's one of the reasons I started this audio blog this format instead of podcast uh, sorry instead of blogging instead because by podcasting this way I can publish a lot faster and get the thoughts out and not only just get the thoughts out review what I did <laughs> which is kind of what blogging was kind of supposed to serve as sort of thing that um was one of these things like it would help me it was both um force me or encourage me to go out and try some new things but it also would allow me to think back of the things that I did do and leave a record of it a written record of it for whatever you know even if it's just for my own posterity or for maybe a book sometime down the line although I've been saying that for years uh, or if someone else can find it useful as well you know if a well-trodden path of being an English teacher uh, or an ESL professional <laughs> ish ish uh, that way uh, they can go ahead and have a look at uh, what's uh, some of the things to, to keep in mind. Now, I have moved a lot of my blogging from my website over to Substack, which I understand is a very dangerous thing to do, but the one time it becomes a not-so-bad idea is when you have to deal with threats to your website. Now, all weekend, or sorry, well, all weekend, I guess, but primarily all Saturday. So, Saturday morning, supposed to work, but uh, it was a bit of a slow day, uh, and uh, I was like, okay, well, I can check some other stuff. Let's let's check the website, because as I mentioned last week, the website was uh, getting hit by something, and I checked it on Saturday morning. I'm looking at, I'm looking for this plugin that I use, WordFence, uh, which is a, a security app, a security plugin for uh, WordPress, and I noticed it's not there. Like, what? I didn't delete it. Did I? Maybe. Maybe I deleted it because I was, um, well... Maybe it deleted itself because it thought, no, it would not do that. I don't remember deleting it. I remember deactivating. Okay, so I'm like, okay, something's up. If that plugin is missing, since it's a security app, security plugin, I go, okay, that's not a good sign. So immediately I go to reinstall it. 
Okay, so it says, well, the installation files are still there. Uh, that's not good. <laughs> Log into the Bluehost account, uh, which is like where I can get into cPanel and stuff like that, uh, control panel, uh, and see all the websites that are located there to see if these the actual file is still there. And sure enough, it's still there. I'm like, oh, that's not good. If it's not showing up in uh, the WordPress uh, site, but it is showing up on my cPanel, it means that something is... So it, I tried to delete it and it won't let me reinstall it for whatever reason i guess because i have this plugin installed on a couple of websites uh it wouldn't override the installation files that were already in place on cpal so i'd have to like basically go through with the, the whole drive i'm like well this if if it's disabling my uh firewall plugin basically my malware scan plugin like this is, I got to talk to tech support because this is something that they should be able to do where like either they can get into the websites or like one of the block domains uh, and uh, delete any necessary files in my block domains. There's one website I know has been down for a while and I just never really, when I never fixed it. That might've been an issue. I know it was. And there's a couple of other websites I've had there, but, and I haven't updated them, which already you're going, Ooh, Stevie, that's, not good web maintenance. <laughs> You're not a very good webmaster, webmaster, are you? And I go, no, no, it's not my job. I, matter of fact, this is one of the reasons I was kind of thinking about hiring someone uh, to get it done or go the opposite way, delete them, get rid of them. Well, guess what? I had a chance to do that this weekend. Uh, so I did actually, uh, one of the first things I did was I, I Googled um, malware security uh, systems that you can sort of plug into WordPress and Two that came up were SiteLock and, uh, well, there was Norton, but Norton didn't do anything. And there's one more that is basically for web. Oh, that's a big one, too. Not Kaspersky, not McAfee, McAfee, whatever. Uh, it was another one. Uh, but anyway, so I, I ran it on both and nothing was coming back for malware. I'm going, okay, no, no. obviously there is malware if this plugin is blocked. Uh, I'm seeing errors on some of my websites already and, you know, there's no malware detected. It means that these things are, uh, this thing is covering itself up somehow. It's not showing up as a regular malware, malware file. So I head on over to uh, Bluehost uh, tech support and I'm like, I think my website's under attack. And they're like, okay, well, um, verify information, all that. Uh, would you like us to run a scan? I'm like, yes, please. <laughs> And within the first minute that the website, when they started the scan, I took a look at the file because they, they spit out a, a text file. And already I could see that in the public HTML file folder, I'm like, okay, there's three. It's already picked up three. Once I knew the format of the malware that was in place, and it was all like dot something. So, and those are, they, imagine... If you have a PC computer and if you turn on the hidden files, like so you can see the hidden files, you'll see all these files that begin with a dot and they're all grayed out. And they, the, and whatever reason they are, it's that they're, they're files that aren't picked up usually in, that your, your computer will see them as a file, but not something that you need to modify. At least that's how I understand those uh, files to be like on PC systems. I think Mac has, has them too, uh, but they hide them even better than they do on uh on PCs. Uh, so anyway, this dot D87 blah, 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 blah. Like it's just a random string of characters. I'm going, okay, that doesn't look good. 
And sure enough, I start going through the files and the folders of through the folders, and I'm seeing them everywhere. I'm like, oh, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Like how how bad is this? So I as the scan report, like it took three hours to complete the scan report because I have uh, like th that website has been up my my stevensersky.com website has been up for thirteen years. Like I have a lot of stuff. It's it's a full archive basically of all my my travels. So it's not something I really want to lose. I've lost it once, maybe twice before, and I usually get into the habit of backing up. Uh, one thing I do is actually, instead of backing up the actual website, the photos, the audio, the posts, those are all put into somewhere, right? So whether or not I get the exact format of the website back, it's changed anyway. It's the content that I want to save. Now, moving over to Substack, going with the newsletter format instead, I have not been putting those onto my website. Shame on me, because this means that Substack is sort of has control over that content, those blog posts for now, until I go ahead. Now, I do have email copies of them, of course. And I've mentioned this before, I'm sort of thinking about how to better integrate Substack newsletter, or the newsletter, not Substack, the newsletter into my website. Do I publish them as blog posts? Uh, do I uh, just put PDF files, which would be a great sort of easy thing to do if I could do that somehow, uh, make it sort of automated even? Ooh, can I automate that? I bet you I could. And then that way I can get a PDF file and spit that up onto my website. That way it's not, you know, because if I created a new blog post, I know I'm going to a little bit of detail about this, but if you're ever thinking about creating your own website, you're going to have to deal with this. If you create a new blog post, then it's like, it's a different format than just a PDF file attached to the web page, right? So you put the PDF file, you embed it, or you put a link to the file and people can just download it, right? A lot easier than posting a new, a uh, whole new blog post, which uh, people have to click through and stuff like that. And you have to worry about SEO and blah, 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 blah. So anyway, I get Bluehost to scan it once and it, like, it was just the whole blue. It, what, I, what I don't get is that why... Did it take me to go ask Bluehost to scan for malware that, like, they have SiteLock running on their, uh, like, on their systems and their, their computers? Why wasn't I know? Why don't I have a built-in plugin? Why isn't it part of the Bluehost customer service? Sort of, you know, we're doing this out of uh, to to keep up good internet habits, basically. Why isn't it doing it? Why isn't it scanning for this stuff automatically? Well, so any number of reasons why. Uh, but so it was finding these viruses all over the place. Now, there's, there's no worry to you uh, if you've touched my website recently. It's not that these viruses were doing anything like that. Uh, they were not, as far as I know, uh, like following onto people. It's more that they were trying to take control of the website so then they can gain, they could push traffic to it and generate uh, income by way of like AdWords and stuff like that. So, it, but what do you call it? It's not a DNS uh, attack. It's a, it's another one um, where it's like a uh, redirect. Is it a redirect? Yeah. So basically, what they try to do is they take care, take control of your your website, and they push you off to another spam site. Or when they take control of your site, they hit you with a bunch of uh, AdWords, and they just fill your comment section or your blog posts. Um, with these fake spam comments that are all getting pinged 
by these AdWords and stuff like that. So it generates traffic, it uh, generates some sort of CRM click-through or whatever it is, uh, impressions, and apparently they, they can skim like pennies off the top sort of thing. So I, I, I don't really know because I don't really deal with that. All I know is that uh, when I see this stuff happening to my website, Mike, I'm going to shut that shit down because uh, if there's one thing I sort of kind of want to keep, it's the website because it's been around for a while. So, uh, but yeah, so you are safe if, uh, and not only that, I mean, my website doesn't collect any information. Like, I don't know who you are. I don't know what you are. Uh, and to be honest, a lot of people I know use VPNs anyway. So, uh, or assisted con internet connection devices uh, that uh, it's all obfuscated anyway. So is it really someone from Sweden or are they sitting like next door to me? Dude. Creepy. Anyway, all day, all day Saturday, I actually had them scan the file, uh, the system twice, and then I ran another scan uh, this morning and picked out even more. I mean, because I knew I was going to, I, I eyeballed it. I was going off of the uh, the list that they were giving me, but I was eyeballing it as well and just going through it, deleting everything. Uh, I deleted two of the sites. They didn't really have anything on them, so I just uh, trashed them. I'll reinstall those. There's another one that I uh, had to... Uh, repair and then my big website stevenshirsu.com that one was the least touched but it was starting to infiltrate uh, already now i've been cleaning that one for the last two weeks already so it's uh, uh but i was looking at these timestamps of these dot df7 whatever it is files and it's like we're talking they've been there for years right there's some going back years and this does make me kind of cringy because i'm like you know, I, I don't exactly know what they're doing. Uh, it doesn't look as if they were stealing personal information. Because, well, let's face it. <laughs> Stevensrisky.com. Hmm. Whose website's that? Hmm. States his hometown. Hmm. States where he lives. Hmm. You know, it, it, you don't have to go to my website. You don't have to hack my website to find out where I am or what I do, basically. It's pretty, I'm pretty open about this stuff. <laughs> I'm pretty social media up, if you will. All that being the case... Got it cleaned up. Uh, I will probably run another scan uh, tomorrow morning and just clean up anything else that's uh, there. Uh, but uh, yeah, a little bit dis disappointed that you know Bluehost didn't have sort of better defenses to block against this sort of malware infiltration. But what they're doing, so again, to explain kind of what happens here is that what they what hackers will do. It's not like they were targeting me. It's that they're targeting any website that has like an outdated plugin or outdated theme, WordPress theme. And they'll insert code that looks like it's uh, part of the WordPress uh, core file, but it's not. And what was getting me concerned was that they were hitting the WP admin. So WordPress admin .php. And I'm going, how the heck can you do that? So I, I don't know exactly the details. All I know is it, it was flagging that file, which is an important one because that's what your, your website runs off of. And I'm guessing that within that file, they had altered the code that it would then send out these messages to the, the infiltrator plugin, to the other files around the website, and do whatever nasty stuff that it's trying to do. So it's all been cleaned, it's all been uh, gutted, uh, purified, purged. I felt a lot better, I'm not gonna lie. It was like, there, I feel, I feel clean now. One less thing to do, I gotta be better on this. I'm actually thinking about uh, buying some um, website sort of protection, if you will, uh, maybe like a professional service that will keep track of all the different websites that I have. That are listed. It's not like there's these are major traffic uh, performers or anything like that. Uh, but it's more that, you know, if, if 
I decide to deploy some more resources into my onto the websites, onto the, the web domains. And I want to make sure that they're okay and all safe and good to use. So, done that. Do have to stop saying that it's getting cooler because every time I say it, it gets hot. Well, today was very humid. And I, I say this because yesterday I was writing the newsletter and I was like, oh, it's gotten cooler in uh, Beijing. And then I'll look at this. And then all of a sudden, it just got warm again. It got humid and it's been smoggy all weekend. Um, we had rain. Did we have rain on? Yeah, it was rain on Saturday. And that's what kind of made me think, well, it's not smog, is it? It's like fog, not smog. It's the humidity in the air. But uh, no, I, I think actually it was smog. That being the case, did go for the run this morning or the um, uh, this afternoon at lunchtime. I did do a, an eight kilometer run yesterday morning and I figured out, yes, I can actually study my Chinese and run at the same time. But we're talking like, this was like a baby run. This was a trot. I did a nine, nine minute kilometer pace basically. Whereas typically at lunchtime, I run a six minute, six and a half minute kilometer pace so I can get 6.5 kilometers done in time plus the other workout. Uh, but I trotted along at nine minutes per kilometer and that was good. That was enough that I could hold my, uh, my, my cell phone and do uh, the Anki Droid flashcards that I normally do uh, when I'm walking outside anyway. Uh, but today's workout lunchtime changed up a little bit. I did a six kilometer run uh, then I took downstairs with me outside to uh, the little clearing, a 14 kilogram K-bell, kettlebell. And I did, I used to do this years ago. I can't remember if I did this last year, but I did it a couple of years ago. The idea being that uh, you, you're not supposed to run six kilometers first. The idea was that you could do a kettlebell, 10 kettlebell swings or 20 kettlebell swings, then go run a lap like 400 meters. I'm not going to run 400 meters though. Run a lap come back, do some swings, run a lot, come back, do some presses or cleans or whatever, run a lot. So it's basically every time that you uh, do a kettlebell movement, you go run a lap. So I did. And I did that after a six kilometer run. Instead of doing my typical uh, double unders and one arm pushups and stuff like that, it's like, hey, let's, let's change it up. Let's try something else. Let's hit the muscles a little bit harder these, uh, these days uh, just to, uh, I don't know, hit them harder to, to make it rougher on myself, I guess. <laughs> and to make myself care. Because I also walk down the stairs with the, the 14 kilogram uh, kettlebell. I don't take the elevator because I don't want to look like that dork with the kettlebell in the elevator. I don't, honestly. I just, so I walk down and it's one of the things that, and I walk back up as well. But with the skipping rope, obviously it's a lot easier. Kettlebell, a little bit more uh, difficult to move. But uh, anyway... I uh, did get that done. So six kilometer run, then the um, I get the alternating kettlebell runs. Can I call it that? So I do I do I, I did kettlebell swings and then I ran and then lifts and then run blah 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 and did that for fifteen minutes. Uh, and I did just did as many rounds as I could. After work, did some uh, mace and club swings. Got that in. Doing okay with that. Uh, I used to do those outside too, but it just got to be such a uh, pain in the ass to sort of move stuff around and. I just figured, you know what, instead of worrying about dropping stuff, I just won't push it as hard inside. Like, I, I won't be, I'll be more sure with my grip. Not less gentle or le less rough, less aggressive, just more sure of my grip. That's it. Be safe, basically. Uh, newsletter has been written. That does need to be checked. I should have that out uh, sometime soon, hopefully tomorrow. Uh, the question is now, of course, at this time of night, if I lie down, 
I will be asleep very soon. If I sit up, I will be uncomfortable. Can I look at the screen anymore, given that my eyes are starting to go blurry? And what about those podcast episodes? Like, I actually got to get that one of the episodes done this week. So, uh, yeah, sleepy or not, it's time to time to get it done. But with that, I'm going to leave it there. Thanks for listening, folks. I appreciate it. Show notes and tracks up on my website, stevensersky.com. All those audio files are clean. All the show notes are clean. It's the, Those weren't getting attacked. What was getting attacked were some of the plugins uh, and then a lot of spam comments. That was sort of a lot of the stuff I was seeing, like just an inordinate amount of spam comments and brute force attacks against logging in. So all the MP3 files, the show notes and the pictures there uh, that you see on the, uh, the audio blog site, that's all clean. Uh, there's no worries. If you download anything from there, the MP3 files or whatever, you're not going to catch a virus uh, from, from that. So just be clear about it. Again, audio blogs and all the December drumming and all those projects, they're all clean. They were not hitting the MP3s. They were hitting the plugins uh, that uh, I hadn't, well, they were sneaking files into the plugins that are installed within the, uh, the, uh, the WordPress site. All right, folks, thanks again for listening. I appreciate it. Have a good one out there. Get your runs in, eat your broccoli, and... Uh, Stay cool. We only got another month and then it's going to be like cold in Beijing, isn't it? Have a good one, folks. We'll talk again. Bye-bye.